God is a God of second chances and third chances and fourth chances. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams. I'm your host and I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Julie, how are you today? I'm well, thanks. How about you? Brand new week. Yes, Raring Monday, to go. last day of the month. Yes, it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're into a new month uh, this week and um, yeah, looking forward to it. Countdown. Absolutely, looking forward to um, all of that with anticipation. Good stuff. All yeah. good stuff. Yeah, so we are... Um, Knee deep in our Moses series, but almost halfway through, not quite. Yep. Knee deep in Moses, that's what we are. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Uh, yesterday you brought the third message in Moses about God being mm-hmm. a God of second chances. Mm-hmm. And um, certainly I think the Bible, um, we're looking principally at Moses, but oh, the Bible is full mm-hmm. of second, third, fourth chances. Uh, look at King David. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. He made a lot of mistakes, too. He made a lot of <laughs> mistakes. And and, uh, and basically, his mistakes were never little ones. They were always doozies. Yeah. You know? Uh, that's a Canadian word. <laughs> hokey Dinah. You're I was, learning I the language. I was just going to say Hokey Dinah. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> that's dedicated to Lily Gilmore just now. Hokey Dinah. So, but, um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, the Bible is uh, gives us many examples. Peter, look mm-hmm. at Peter, yeah. denies Jesus, and um, and forty days later, he's preaching Pentecost. Yep. Wowzers, yep. you know. And um, there's Mary Magdalene, mm-hmm. you know, who had been a prostitute, caught in the very act. Yeah. And uh, church history says she became uh, an apostle and a mm-hmm. pastor. Um, uh, many think that she married the Apostle John and oh. that they were in the Turkey area, you know? Nice, yeah. So um, just really kind of cool stuff that we see that God um, is, is that way. And uh, Bible talks about it very much so in Lamentations where his, um, where his mercies are brand new every morning. Mm-hmm. Great you know? is his faithfulness. Great yeah. is his faithfulness, that's right. So, so we're looking at Moses. I mean, last week, um, Pastor Renee was talking about uh, he tried to do some things before God intended him to. He yeah. tried to do some things in his own strength yep. and wisdom, and he just blew it. He messed up, yeah. you know, and ends up killing a guy. Um, uh, now, he was trying to defend some people mm-hmm. that were defenseless. Yeah, but the but Bible says he looked around. He did. To he, make sure it no was one... Premeditated. It, wasn't a, it wasn't like a self-defense, I don't right. think, or, you know. Yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. he said, well, I'll fix this guy. Yeah. He, he won't bother anybody ever again, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, he finds himself in trouble. Pharaoh yeah. finds out, and it's funny, the two guys he helps... Um, they weren't that appreciative of the help he got. No. You know? So uh, that's another story for another time. But but it is interesting that he knew instinctively he had to run. Mm-hmm. And he runs for 300 miles east. Wow. That's to, a long That's a long way marathon. by foot. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I've got a friend of mine that runs these marathons, mm-hmm. and we have Nancy Ward here that runs yep. uh, marathons, and she's run as as much as uh, 100 kilometers, I Ooh, think. That and wow, is impressive, right? Yeah. So this would be this would be five times that far. Yep. You know, and across the hot desert. And so that's what he did. He ran to Midian, a, a mm-hmm. high desert area. And um, he leaves his his uh, family. He leaves his position as a mm-hmm. prince. He leaves the being served and, and all of that behind him because he runs for his life. And so, so he's in the desert and he finds himself alone and he's no longer being served and living in a palace rather that he's now in this nomadic life Mm -hmm. living in a desert he messed up he relied on his his own self totally and boom now he's in hot desert sun and he's he's eating blowing sand sandwiches oh man (laughs) how's that for a description that is like uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Riches to rags story almost, it you know. Is, yeah, it is. He he just did himself in royally, and um, and I, I as I think about that, I wonder those who are listening, uh, maybe themselves or they know somebody who just feels like that they too are in a desert. Yeah, you know, they're just wandering aimlessly under a hot sun, and they just. Uh, they just feel lost. Do you think he felt like God was mad at him or upset mm. with him or yeah. unloved? I don't know. What do you think he was feeling in his like relationship with God through that? I don't think he had much of a relationship with God at this yeah. time. He was immersed in, in uh, the Egyptian uh, deities and, and so forth. Now mm-hmm. he had his parents, of course. But um, I, I don't think we really see him understanding God until the fiery, the fiery bush, the mm, bush on fire, yeah. which we'll talk about next week. And um, so I think he truly is feeling quite alone in the desert. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not like, well, I'm alone, but God's with me. No, I, I don't think he was in that place. And I, again, goes back to when we do feel lost and aimless in the desert of life, sometimes we feel like, that God is is a long way off. You know, we feel mm-hmm. like no one is there, and God. Well, well, apparently he's he's off helping people who are worthy of his time. Yeah, someone who deserves it, right? Yeah, somebody yeah. who deserves his help. And I, I'm just in the desert by myself. Yeah. And woe is me. Sounds like a bit of a pity party. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And I think I think people find themselves there for a variety of reasons. It can be stuff going on in their homes it can be just feeling feeling like life is happening to everybody else but not to me yeah you know there are all these different things that we find ourselves in or we find ourselves in a financial desert where man there's just nothing i can do to get out of this desert you know there there's all kinds of things spiritually just feeling lost and alone and i guess people would kind of understand where Moses was because they feel that way, you know? Um, But I think it's important for us to realize that even though uh, Moses wasn't necessarily looking for God, God was there watching over him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a beautiful point that when you're in a desert and you feel alone, 
you're not really alone. No. You know? And so sometimes uh, our feelings try to tell us that we are, and our feelings, you can't always trust your feelings. Our feelings aren't truths. They aren't. They Mm -hmm. aren't. In fact, I would say more often than not, our feelings get us into trouble because they aren't truth, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and so I, I think that here, here's this guy, he's in the desert, but he's not alone. And he, he arrives in Midian, he's in the desert, and lo and behold, there's these uh, uh, young ladies who come to water the camels, and camels take a lot of water. Yeah. Um, and so they were getting the water, but then there were some shepherds that ran them off. And so Moses said, well, I don't like that. There's something in Moses that he was a protector. Yeah. All right? You, you catch what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. There, there's something in him that's not bad. He truly wanted to help people that yeah. uh, were defenseless. Mm-hmm. The there underdog, was, yeah. Yeah, he, he very much wanted to help care for the underdog. We see that come across in a couple of different mm-hmm. ways, right? He reminds me of like a Batman or like yeah. a, you know, like a yeah. social justice warrior. Right. Like a, you know, right. Right. Gonna right the wrongs of the, of yeah. the world. Yeah. And uh, wanting to come to the, to the defense of those who have been sullied, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, so he, he helps these young ladies. He runs those guys off and. Mm-hmm. Evidently, Moses must have known how to tumble, you know. <laughs> he could rumble and tumble, yep. you know. And so, um, and so the, the father hears about this and invites Moses. And then this beautiful thing happens. He finds a family. Yeah. And one of those girls that he helps, he ends up marrying. Zipporah uh, mm-hmm. is her name. They end up having two sons. And, and um, wow, uh, even in the desert, God was watching over him, mm-hmm. and God had a life. God had something for him. And I, whoever's listening today, you just feel like you're aimless and wandering. Can I just say, uh, hang in there. Yeah. That God knows right where you are. He knows the circumstances, and, and that he intimately cares and loves you, mm-hmm. you know? And so uh, don't give up. And can I tell you, walk toward God, not away from him, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so uh, I thought it was interesting in the message that we, it's so clearly we see that God doesn't waste our experiences, Mm, even in the desert, right? Yeah. Even back there where he murdered that guy. God, God doesn't waste those experiences. And he learned to embrace God in his life. And when he did that, then... Um, you know, he's able to, he's able to find new life, mm-hmm. uh, a new rhythm and, uh, failure and mistakes. Uh, they don't define who we are. No. And I, I think somebody's listening today that you, you've made some mistakes, you've made some bad choices and you're letting that define that must be who I am. And I don't believe that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that is who you are. And it certainly wasn't true of Moses. That's not who Moses was. Mm -hmm. And certainly God saw it that way. Uh, God did not define Moses by his failures. God defined Moses by his plan and purpose Mm -hmm. for him. Yeah. I just think that's an important thing to, to dwell on and hang on to 
and remember in mm -hmm. our lives, you know? Yeah, that reminds me of the um, kind of of the identity theft series we did. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know when that was, however many months ago, but just yeah. to, um, you know, just to be cautious of how we think about ourselves and yes. not let the world or others or our experiences define us, but to let God tell let us who God we are. Let God define who yeah. we are. That's right. And and that's a good thing to bring back up. Uh, let God define who you are, not people, uh, not even yourself. Mm -hmm. God will show you who you are, what he wants you to do, what he wants you to be. God has the map. He's got the plan and purpose <laughs> for each yep. of our lives. And so sometimes... Um, you have to embrace the desert that you're in, mm -hmm. that you know it won't be there forever. Yep. You know? Uh, Carol and I went to a counselor several years ago. We were having a hard time with um, a situation where we were years, years ago um, uh, in a church. And uh, this guy, Christian counselor, he said, um, it's like the little kid that... Uh, that he's in, he's in a barn that's full of horse manure, and he's right in the middle of it, digging through it, and this guy walks up to him and says, Son, what are you doing? You're in horse manure. Yeah. And the little boy said, With this much horse manure, there's got to be a pony in here. And so uh. <laughs> so you, you may be going through the horse manure yeah. of life. You may be in a big desert, but can I tell you, somewhere in there, there's a pony, you know? <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in there, there's a way, there's a ride yep. out, right? Yep. And I, I think it's important. And then the, the last thing that we only have time for today is that God gave Moses this beautiful second chance. And for 40 years, he was a shepherd. Mm -hmm. He had a whole different career. And he had a wife and kids and family that loved him. Uh, he was close to his father-in-law and his father-in-law loved him. And uh, he had a good life. Mm -hmm. It wasn't in a palace. It was different. Yeah. But it was a good life. Yep. And, and he was able to have a second chance. And then not only did he get a second chance, he really got a third chance. When, as we'll see in next week's message, he meets God at the fiery bush. Mm -hmm. And God has an even bigger role for him. And, um, wow. Somebody's thinking, I've messed up. I can't yeah. go any further in life. And that's just not true. If you embrace who you are and turn to the God who loves you and has made you and has a plan for your life, mm -hmm. and, and maybe, maybe you need to repent. Yeah. You know, maybe you, need, maybe you need to tell God, I agree with you. I have totally messed this up. But God, I'm in your hands. Mm -hmm. I put myself in your hands. Can I tell you? Uh, you may have to do that more than once in your life. Well, isn't that the hard part? Yeah. You, you know, is almost moving past it yourself or forgiving mm -hmm. yourself or um, giving yourself a second chance. Yes. Because God will give you as many chances as you yes. need, yes. but you need to do the same for yourself. And that is difficult that is for so a lot true. of people. And it's hard. It's hard for us. We're, we're our own worst critics. Yep. We're our own worst judges. Uh, we're our own worst jury. Mm -hmm. And we're, we are our own worst executioners. Yep. And that's just not who God is, mm -hmm. you know. And so turn to him today. Turn to him. And don't be afraid to say, God, I agree with you. 
I, I made some poor choices, but God, I, I don't believe these define me, and I just want to put myself into your hands. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where it begins with Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's where it begins in our daily walk with God. Yep. And he'll be there, and that's, that's a prayer he will always answer. Mm-hmm. So, so Moses is, um, you know, uh, we still learn from this guy's life today, and uh, just so many different life life lessons. Yeah. In Moses. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. So awesome. Well, we're looking forward to hearing more about him in the coming weeks, mm-hmm. and um, see how it all it all comes together. Well, he out. he's as human as the rest of us. That's what I like about it, and um, he he's stubborn. And uh, nobody, I'm, you know, nobody that's listening to us is stubborn, you know. Nobody at this no, table is no, stubborn, right? No, absolutely not. Yeah. So, uh, but he's stubborn and he's uh, uh, opinionated, and um, and he's writing God's hands, and God's able to take all of that and uh, transform it. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. It is very beautiful. Yeah, thank you, Pastor Pat. If you'd like to talk to Pat, if you have any questions or feedback or um, just want to just want to explore any of these ideas anymore, he'd love to hear from you. His email address is pat at waynefleetvic.com. I'd love to hear from you as well with any feedback or podcast suggestions. And my email address is julie at waynefleetvic.com. So we thank you for tuning in today. We're glad to have you here. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel welcome to share it um, with friends or family. And we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week. Have a great week, everybody. You are loved.